This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 620, How to Become a Successful Freelance Writer, part two, by Laura Gareppi with savingjoyfully.com. And I'm Dan. Hi again, welcome to Optimal Startup Daily. And uh, today I'm gonna continue reading the post that I started yesterday. So if you're new here, or if you just haven't checked out yesterday's episode, I would recommend listening to that first. That's episode 619. But if you're all caught up and ready for part two, let's do it as we continue optimizing your life. How to Become a Successful Freelance Writer, Part 2, by Laura Gareppi with SavingJoyfully.com. Use freelancing platforms sparingly. You may have heard of online freelancing platforms like Fiverr and Upwork. While they can be useful for finding gigs, I'm not a huge fan. That's because they take a cut of your earnings for the privilege of using their platform. In addition, the gigs available don't always pay the best. You can make and keep much more dough if you find clients on your own. However, accepting a few gigs this way can help you beef up your portfolio. Just be sure that you focus on getting work off of the platform as soon as possible. Consider job boards. Responding to job postings can work, but you've usually got a lot of competition going this route. Consider setting up job alert notifications on your favorite job boards. I know FlexJobs and Indeed both do this. Then only spend time applying to the opportunities that you really, really want. If you don't see exciting gigs posted, your time would be better spent creating content for your blog or growing your network. Leverage your connections. I'm a firm believer in building a business by forming and nurturing relationships. I've never been big on reaching out to people cold, though some people do really well with this. Now's the time where all of the interaction you've been doing on social media and other blogs can pay off. Don't be afraid to offer your services directly to the folks you have solid connections with. If they say no, they may know someone who will say yes. Don't hesitate to do this with current or former clients either. Let them know you really enjoy working with them and have additional bandwidth to take on more work. If they don't have anything for you right now, ask them for a referral to someone they know. Or if you've done a good bit of work for them and they're really pleased with it, ask them for a testimonial. What is a testimonial? Testimonials can be showcased on your website and on social media. They tell other prospects that you're experienced and you do good work. If you're still waiting to get your first paid client, you can ask folks that you've written guest posts for to provide a testimonial. You can also ask other people who are familiar with your professional expertise. Watch your pricing. Writing for free on your own blog or for a few strategic guest posts is okay. It's even okay to accept peanuts for your first couple of paid gigs, especially if you get a byline. But please, please, please don't stay in the low pay pile for long. Your time, effort, and knowledge are valuable. So try to increase what you charge every time you bring on a new client, especially early on. And once you've been working with a satisfied client for a while, I do this at the one-year mark, consider raising your rates with them too. Of course, they can say no, so be sure to think through how you'll respond if that happens. Personal preference. I like to charge per post rather than per word. For example, I may offer to write up to a thousand-word blog post for $300. That guarantees me a minimum of 30 cents per word. If I write less, my per word rate goes up. The bottom line. Freelance writing has to be a financially worthwhile endeavor, unless you don't need the money. But even so, strive to make some serious cash and then donate it. Understand getting a byline versus ghostwriting. When you get a byline, the publication you write for will credit you as the author. This is especially helpful when the client is a big name. Writing for them gives you some bragging rights. 
Ghostwriting, on the other hand, is when you write a piece and someone else gets the credit. Accepting these gigs can be very lucrative, but they don't help build your portfolio. Personally, I'm open to both. I won't turn down work solely because it's ghostwriting. I like making money, but getting a sweet byline is pretty awesome too. Rinse and repeat. You now have a basic framework for building your freelance business. You need to continually create your own content to showcase your expertise and remain in the public eye. You also need to keep forging and nurturing relationships. Yes, my process is slow, but the beauty is it lasts and it builds momentum. Every new person you reach has the potential to help you, be helped by you, or both. People buy from people they know, like, and trust. Remember that when things seem a bit slow going. You never know when a seed you plant will be ready for harvest. Other things to be aware of. Remember how I said that being a freelance writer makes you a small business owner? Well, that means you'll need to deal with more than just finding clients and writing. Though it's beyond the scope of this article, I want to point out several things that you need to be aware of and prepare for. For the most part, an accountant should be able to guide you through the following. Federal taxes. Your clients aren't going to withhold taxes like your employer does. You'll need to save a portion of your earnings and send them to the IRS on a quarterly basis. State and local taxes. Depending on where you live, you may need to remit a portion of your earnings to your state or local tax authority. Registering your business and or determining a business structure. You can operate as a sole proprietor forever, but there can be advantages to going a different route, like forming an LLC. Business expenses. Tracking the money you invest in your business can really help you at tax time. Your website hosting fees, related training costs, and business cards are all examples of valid business expenses. There are loads more, by the way. And business systems. You need a way to send invoices, track your expenses, manage your calendar, and more. The good news? There are free options out there. You can even start by using good old Microsoft Office, creating invoices in Word, and tracking expenses in Excel. Final thoughts. Freelancing changed my life for the better, so I'm super passionate about it. Everything you see online is written by someone with an unfathomably large amount of new content being created by the minute. So why don't you get in on the action? You can make money writing and have a lot of fun doing it. You just listened to part two of the post titled How to Become a Successful Freelance Writer by Laura Gareppi with SavingJoyfully.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you once again to Laura and also to Andrea Joy, who is the owner and creator of SavingJoyfully.com. Saving Joyfully was created in February of 2018, and the blog began as a passion project 
but has since blossomed into a website where Joy shares her life, financial insights, some inspiration, and many financial lessons learned. She hopes to teach others new ways to save money every single day as well as encourage them along their financial journey and inspire them to live more joyful lives. So check out savingjoyfully.com for more great articles and other content. But I think that does it for today and I thank you for being a subscriber to the show. So hope you're having a great weekend and I'll see you right back here tomorrow for the Monday show where your optimal life awaits.